0: $5 minimum balance required.
1: It's the Golf Show with Brian Katrick. He's been the talk of the course today with his huge drives. And Ollie Dean. I really am running the you. It's early Sunday morning. The sun is coming up. I'm on the tee at 7. I'm here to try my luck. They say this game's a tough one, but I'll give it my best shot Though the bunkers look like beaches and the greens like parking lots, oh lord Big
2: match coming up, I was gonna beat me
1: in the caddy What am I gonna do? Why don't you try hitting a little left and why don't you try backing up, give me just a little room. Help me keep my head down, save me from those double bogey blues Golf requires goofy pants and a fat ass you know you don't deserve any credit hitting the ball with that swing of yours. Try to hit one with my swing.
3: I'm catching on the ball, I'm right?
0: Moving my head.
3: You know. I'm laying it off. Well then too. I'm pronating. When You're not suiting me. I'm clearing too early. I'm clearing too late.
4: My god, my swing film.
3: I'm bolted
4: launch here! Step right
2: up,
1: folks! See if you can out!
5: It looks like I'm a
4: wreck. It's in the
3: hole. Same man from the double bogey blue. Here, happy Sunday morning to you. It's the golf show on the fan 680-937 FM. We are at Fairway Social on a bright, sunny, soon to be exceptionally hot Sunday afternoon, and Fairway Social is the place to come avoid that. Beat the heat. If you would like. Ollie Dean, I'm Brian Katrick. Derek Thomas back in the studio because he never gets to go anywhere cool. And uh, Phil Young, author, Tillinghast historian, is with us. Excited has, to have him this morning. He has come, uh, come over from his home not too far away from here. Phil, good morning.
4: Good morning.
3: We've got lots of breaking Olympic news that we're going to get to. By the time we get to it, there could be even more to it. <laughs> We will, we will keep our eyes peeled. Uh, the Olympic golf competition is supposed to start on Thursday in Japan. That's, that would be next week's event, so we're going to get to that. But Phil has come over, and uh, Phil has brought with him gifts, he, Ollie. He has. Which means we got to introduce you to who Phil
5: Young is. My and, first time meeting him. And what Phil Young does. Very intriguing, interesting stuff. Can't wait to talk to him. Uh, Phil. Phil. Thank you for coming over. My
4: pleasure. You, I'm disappointed.
5: Why are you?
3: You, <laughs>
4: didn't, you, you didn't give me my introduction. To,
3: welcome to the show. Among Phil Young's many works, he is a, uh, he's a Tillinghast historian. He work, he's written about plenty of other golf things as well. But among his best-selling works,
5: Tillinghast,
3: creator of golf courses, nice well, that's, that's a very nice introduction golf for the people uh beth page in the black another one of them uh, and the latest a three book series the uh tillinghast chronicles four books <laughs> four i'm sorry four books yeah
4: four first books. one con- just came out the other three will be out in november all
3: right see i thought it was three but here's why i'm confused because it seems like you were a little confused four books the first one just came out what's the first one the first volume
4: one, 3. The first one is
3: Volume 3. You sure? <laughs> till he yes. that Tilly took. Right. What else would it be? So, Volume 3 in the four-book series is the first of the four-book series to come
5: out. Uh, well not to confuse everybody, but the next book in the series will be Volume will 2.
3: It will be
4: Volume 1. Oh,
5: we're going to skip. With, one
4: With Volume 2 and 4 on a flash drive attached to Volume 1 because Volume 2 is the golf courses of A.W. Tillinghast is 1,208 pages. Yeah. Volume 4 is an exhaustive timeline of his life and work, which is nearly 500 pages. So this one, which is 340, is pretty hefty. So I decided let's not help everybody build up muscles and put it with the first one, which is A.W. Tillinghast, the man behind the myths and legends, which goes into details of his life and a lot of the nonsense that have been written about him over the years
3: okay uh so just real quick volume one is a book it's not out yet two is on a flash drive with four three is a massive book that is out it's the first one a wonderfully hardbound coffee table book this would be awesome sitting uh sitting there letting folks thumb through it and four is back on the flash drive. That's right. Okay, that's exactly how things get done. I don't know why that was so hard for you to follow. It doesn't make sense. I don't, I don't either. A.W. <laughs> uh, Tillinghast is a golf course designer. For the for the casual fans, we have a ton of casual fans in this audience. They're, they're, they're wondering if Texas is in the FCC yet. as they listen in this morning, they're they're wondering if they're in there, and they're hearing about A.W. Tillinghast. Uh, A.W. Tillinghast was a player. He was a golf course designer. He was a golf writer, he was a photographer, this guy did everything involving the game, isn't that right? Yes. What, what did, he did he not do?
4: Very, very little. He actually was a, screen a screenwriter. Who had a who had a movie made in nineteen twenty two, a six reeler. That was a big time movie. So he really well, I don't know. I don't touched it was bases. Six,
3: meaning it's long that, enough to where it was six reels. The six reels, reels six he times. changed.
4: That's right. Six reels. And it was out in the theaters.
3: Was Clark Gable in that?
4: Uh, nobody, anybody would ever even think lived to this right. day.
3: Fair enough. Uh, he hung out with dignitaries and members of, of royal families and presidents.
4: Yes, he
5: did. He's, uh, he was He was another Renaissance man. Now, you mentioned our casual listeners. Most would probably be able to make the connection, if any, to Bethpage. Um, Talk about some of the other courses that our listeners might not know is a Tillinghouse course but is recognizable.
4: Sure, Baltus Roll, Wingfoot, San Francisco Golf Club. For those who are wondering if Texas is going to come to the SEC, Brook Hollow and Cedar Crest in Dallas. Uh, There are so many... In fact, up until book two comes out, we've only known of about a hundred of the several hundred he did, but that book uh, goes into detail on t- more than 225 courses that we can now identify. Uh, he was in Canada. He uh, really was unique in what he did, how he did, when he did, In 1915, he did an interview where he was asked how many new golf courses are being built this year, and he told them about 500, and I've put in bids uh, to design 100 of them. There wasn't anything he didn't think he could do, and he did it
5: interesting now i've been fortunate to play pinehurst number two after they tried to restore that back to the more original donald ross design um and a lot of courses are trying to go back to the original designers kind of you know vision and creativity um are you contacted by clubs that are looking to to bring back more of the you know the original Tillinghast layouts in some of these courses
4: yeah in fact uh, i've had the privilege of working on some fabulous uh, projects um Philly Cricket Club, which hosted the uh, uh, PGA uh, the, uh, for the uh, uh, members to- uh, championship a few years back. Yeah, it, was right the, after.
3: Uh, it was the PGA Professional National Championship. That's right. That's
4: that was, was a year after that was uh, redesigned by Keith Foster. I helped him with that. Brook Hollow, which just uh, opened up, I helped him with that. I did the master plan for South Hall on Long Island. I'm doing some uh, consulting up at Golden Valley in Minnesota right now and a couple of other projects that are about to get announced along well, when the way.
3: You, when you say Phil Young, our guest, author of the Classics of Golf series, uh, Golf for the People, Beth Page in the Black.
1: Tillinghast!
3: <laughs> creator of golf courses. What do you say you helped him out? Talk about
5: digging around, looking for pictures. Uh, yeah, this, that was what I was going to ask is just the research process how do you how do you find the original kind of design when it's been you know bunkers been changed greens been changed so much has happened to these golf courses how do you how do you research the original layouts
4: sometimes it's crawling around in attic spaces and basements that you never thought you would be in but having been an electrician in a past life i'm used to that Uh, i've found original design drawings for a course in, uh, that was uh, re- uh, rebuilt in 1899 so they could host a, a U.S. Open later on that decade, Philadelphia Cricket St. Martin's course, in three pieces in the bottom of a box in a locked closet. You You have to look and recognize what you're looking for. I have one club where, outside of Cleveland, that uh, they asked me to help find their original U. Allison design drawing, and it took 30 seconds of walking down the front hallway because it was right on their wall, and everybody just kept walking past it. There's a lot of information out there to find. It's having fresh eyes. This first time I've walked into Fairway Social. It's terrific, by the way.
3: Yes, an A.W. Tillinghast design. Exactly,
4: exactly, Mm -hmm. and... I'm looking at everything because I I want to take everything in, and that's what I do when when I go to places. But as as far as the the, the courses themselves, I actually work with the de- redesign process.
3: Neil, so
5: no, please go ahead.
4: So that's uh, a lot of fun.
5: Um, yeah, for the for the record, I, I don't think Phil was talking about the intelligence of people from Cleveland in the fact that they hired him to find an original design (laughs) that was hanging on the
3: door uh neil freeman brian harper great job building this place uh there was one point phil told a story uh, maybe i'm getting this confused where he uh he was down he was down in a cavern looking for some of these pictures like a cave yes and had to uh he had this he had to pull the picture off of this pedestal and then he had a Sandbag, because he knew that it was going to be a trap, and and he like he had to weigh it. He dumped some of the sand out, and he was kind of weighing, and, and and then he he pulled the picture off, and he put the sandbag on at the right, the exact right moment, and thought for sure he had gotten away from it, gotten away with it. But then the boulder started rolling at him, and he had to run out of the cave. Yeah, was back when, when I was
4: snakes. faster than Harrison.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yes, he had a, he had the hat and everything. At least there weren't any snakes.
4: <laughs> there was, you know,
3: snakes. Why does it have to be snakes? Uh, that's what I picture Phil Young doing. Ugh. And I don't want to find out that that's not what he's doing. Because the end result are wonderful works. A special limited edition of the Tillinghast Chronicles. Avail- where can we get this now? Are you still at ClassicsOfGolf.com? No. Nope. I, though, oh. I hated those people, I never trusted them. <laughs> where, where are you?
4: These these are all through uh, my website, uh, Golden Age Research. So, to contact me about this, just email me at Tilly. At GoldenAgeResearch.com. There's
3: nobody in the Tillinghast family is getting mad at you for taking his email address?
4: Oh, not in the least. They what
3: was the password for his email Don't tell me that. But did you have to figure out what the password was to his email
4: address? Yeah, it was Phil.
3: Phil. <laughs>
4: that is correct.
3: Uh, GoldenAgeResearch.com. Four-book series, The Tillinghast Chronicles. Volume 3 is out now. <laughs> You haven't missed the other three yet. Volume 1 is right. on the way with a couple of flashers. <laughs> this guy, he does it his own way. Phil Young, thank you very much.
4: My pleasure. Thanks pleasure for having me again.
3: on. All right. Uh, Derek, we're going to step aside a little early here uh, because we're going to regroup. <laughs> Phil brought us some books. He's, uh, he's such a giver, and and I read them. There's, there's a very few people whose books I actually read, but I read Phil's books. Phil, one time during the U.S. Open, sat at Bethpage. U.S. Open Beth Bethpage. Mm-hmm. Sat right next to me in the tent, the 18th Tower tent. Um, and just every time we went to a hole, he was just feeding me a little information about, you know, this hole used to have train tracks through it. This hole had a plane crash on it one time. This well, hole, it doesn't even have a hole.
5: <laughs> Before we let him go, yes. um, where did your fascination and love of Tillinghouse Courses, where did it begin?
4: Beth Bethpage.
5: Oh, so you started growing up playing I, Bethpage?
4: That's right. Well, a little nonsense course built on garbage fill on the south shore of Long Island in Merrick and from there to Bethpage, and that was that. My family used to, I spent many a night in the car waiting to get up and sign in for four hours later.
5: That's great. And a lifelong passion that you have uh, written down in word. And can't wait to read it myself. I'll be borrowing these books from you, Brian. Yes, you will. And I'll let you borrow the flash drive. <laughs> Uh,
3: com, Tilly at com. If you want to send me an email But I bet you that's uh, You can see that over there Like I can't even find We're putting together The club championship trophy At Dogwood I can't find who won In 03 and 04 It's probably on the wall It's pro- it's not But I'm glad you I'll go back and check They did say There's a plaque down there That was the match play champions oh. That's not the trophy We're doing But This seems easy. It ain't easy. I can't figure it out. Two. I played in 03 and 04, Phil, and I can't find out who won. Well, I would have thought you would have. I didn't. No, that was was not my run. (laughs) Phil Young, thank you so much. My pleasure. We are live at Fairway Social. It's the golf show on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM.
0: This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch.
6: Support for Extra 1063 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.
1: And now it's time for Who's Driving? (laughs) Brought to you by Ray Judici. If you're facing DUI charges, you need a DUI lawyer who will step up to the T for you. Call Ray cell at
3: 404-964-4185 to schedule an appointment. Well, the first time that I saw Nicholas Dunlap, he was driving. Nicholas Dunlap, 17 years old, just won the U.S. Junior Amateur. He drove down to the 14th tee over at Dogwood where a couple of his friends were working through a practice round for the U.S. Junior Amateur Qualifier. Dogwood finally got on the list. They got asked to do it. David Burke called and asked, and Andy uh, Andy said yes. Andy Scheibel, one of the owners, said, yeah, we'll we'll go ahead and do it. And you wondered, how would would Little Dogwood Golf Club hold up to the big boys? Well, Nicholas Dunlap had just shot 62 in a Monday qualifier for a Corn Ferry Tour event. He didn't play the practice round. He just drove a cart down there to the to the 14th hole and talked to his buddies. One of them was 6 foot 9 inch Tommy Morrison who I was uh, walking around with that day. Everybody loved everybody. They gave Nicholas some notes. He came out the next day and was the medalist with 66. There you go. So, great news in that the golf course held up pretty well. Better news for Nicholas Dunlap in that he got to punch his ticket to the US Junior Amateur. And he just won it yesterday. Even better news that Tommy Morrison's doing something besides punching us. <laughs> he knows of that reference, but he's 16 years old. Yeah. Tommy Morrison, the boxer, hasn't been relevant for 30 years. <laughs> no.
5: Not since Rocky Four. <laughs> yeah.
3: So that's who's driving. Congratulations to Nicholas Dunlap, winner of the U.S. Junior Amateur up at the Country Club of North Carolina, which is in the Pinehurst area. And holy cow, does that golf course look good. There's not many bad golf courses in the Sand Hills of North Carolina. No. And this one has a very. This one looks like Pinehurst back in 1999 uh, when Payne beat Phil. This doesn't look like. And, and also in, in 05 when uh, Michael Campbell won. Uh, this doesn't look like the rough around the edges. Regrassed retro pinehurst. This is I like grass. The retro I like them both because, and, and I forgot how much I liked the old one. This looks like Augusta National, right? This is this is brown trees with brown pine straw, then green, all the way over to the other line of brown trees with brown pine straw, and it is not unkempt in any spots. Uh, it's wonderful. So so would you be, say pristine? I would say pristine. There you go. That's a good word. It's my word of the day. It ...is pristine. Uh,
5: all right, so... <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. I don't either. Stop it. Yes. No, I mean, I know we're a golf show. I know the Olympics is supposed to be important to golf, and we have to talk about... But can we, can we skip it? Can we just say, hey, we forgot. Sorry.
3: <sighs> there were a couple big Olympic golf stories that broke overnight. Go look them up
5: yourself. Yeah, there's an internet. You would do that. Look them up yourself on your way home from church. We're out. No, no, don't do it while you're driving.
3: Well, yeah, let somebody else drive. We're live at Fairway Social, by the way. All right, let's get to it. Let's get to it. We got to do it. The, do it. The, the COVID stories just won't go away. Uh, so, all right, So Bryson's out, tested positive before he got on a plane. A couple hours after that, John Rahm is out, tested positive before he got on a plane. Uh, most of you can't handle this information. I already know it because I've seen you on the social medias not being able to handle this information.
2: Loud noises!
3: <laughs> Nothing adds up. I'm trying to think as much as diplomatically as we could possibly handle this. Remember Rahm had the six-shot lead of the memorial... There was a uh, a close member of his traveling party that had tested positive, so he was under the, he was under the, the he was under the watch. He was under different protocols. He was being tested every day. Yes. He's negative, 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 and finally Saturday night he comes up positive, and uh, six shot lead, six goes shot away. lead, gotta go. Yeah. So he's tested positive for COVID enough to – and convincingly enough to where he loses a six-shot lead. He had been – he had gotten one of the two vaccination shots since then. He's clearly gotten the other one and just tested positive again. Yes. We've seen this. This not just across the whole world.
5: and may, Thank God for sports because – Yeah, I was about to say, I think sports is bringing this to the forefront. Yes. Some of the information that is out there about – what your expectations should be once you get the vaccine are inaccurate. How's that for a politically That's very correct way politically to say that. very well said. Some of the good.
3: expectations for once you have the vaccine are have been inaccurate.
5: <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh,
3: this is a fully vaccinated person who was ju- who just a couple of months ago tested positive for this that tested positive again. It's not hard to look at the tests and say what's going
5: on there. Yeah, it's I think that's hard. the first question is, are there a lot of false positives that are being reported, or has he truly gotten the the COVID? You get labeled as a bad person even for asking those
3: questions, but but a, a, a test cost John Rahm a PGA Tour win, and now it's possibly cost him, as the number one player in the world, a gold medal. Yes. I think it's perfectly fair to say, hey, hang on a second, what's going on with these tests? Yes.
5: I don't know what we're yelling about!
3: It's also perfectly fine to say, hey, what's going on with this virus? Yes. We're a year and a half into it,
5: and we still don't know anything. Yes. It's also (laughs) perfectly reasonable to say what's going on with the vaccine. Yes. So we have a lot of yeses here. And we have a lot of questions. Uh, Bryson
3: didn't give his vaccination status. I've seen it reported by good sources that he has been vaccinated, but I didn't hear it from Bryson.
5: He didn't include it in his statement, and I don't care. All right, let's get, to, let's get past this. We know All who's right. replacing Bryson DeChambeau. Yes. Ironically oh, enough, we, Bryson we I'm sorry had, about that, has, <laughs> has replaced Patrick Reed on the, on the controversy list, let's He's the say, new in villain, yes. yes. Bryson's the, the new villain. But now Patrick Reed, Captain America, is replacing Bryson DeChambeau and headed to the Olympics.
3: Yes, and Bryson, I'm pulling for him. Bryson out, Reed Who in. I'm man? pulling for Reed. No! Derek Thomas, you can't bring yourself to root for uh, for Patrick
7: Reed. No, as I said, this is the only way I can get excited about Patrick Reed joining is, is, is if it means that Bryson is no longer on the team. Ooh, ouch! I mean, it's if, if there's the red, white, one time blue
5: that he's going to be sporting, it's not yeah, the USA we, colors. It's the fact that he replaced Bryson.
7: If Patrick Reed puts on that red, white, and blue, his his game goes up a notch, and he's not my my favorite player, but I'm I'm excited about him going over there, and I think he can make a run in a medal. If he adds to the medal count, works for me.
5: Unfortunately for our Spanish friends, um, Spain is not going to replace John rock. Yes, and they went past about four players to, that said no uh, to get to Audrey Arno. Who was already in, so not a replacement. So now the International Golf Federation may replace John Rahm with someone from some other country. They just don't know if they're going to or who that would be. The competition starts Thursday in Tokyo. I would think it would have to be somebody from Japan then. You, you got to be close. Yeah, I would think so. Patrick Reed's not going to get there in time to play a practice round. You know who's lobbying to get in is someone from South Korea. Well, I would think so. Because then they don't have to serve in the
3: military. If They've got to win the gold medal, but yes. I thought it was any medal. No, I thought it was, too. Apparently it's the
5: gold medal. Wow. But still, you don't have a shot to win the gold if you're not going. Yeah. I'd be raising my hand. So that's the story. Do with that
3: as you will, because we can't stop you. And And we're both sick of these stories. Yes, we are. Uh, what we're not sick of is our next guest no we love him uh jr ross just continues to do good work for good people he's over he he also doesn't know who won the club championship over
5: at dogwood 2003 or 2004 and he probably missed it on the wall (laughs) he he wasn't he was working i have to defend all of cleveland now for (laughs) that (laughs) story i
3: I want to be their guardian jr ross just continues to put together great charitable golf events jr welcome to the show how are you doing
2: Thanks, guys. Uh, thanks for having me on. And, yeah, the Cleveland Guardians, that's something else, isn't it? <laughs> it's something else. <laughs> it's definitely <laughs> a different world name. That's the we live in. So, uh, but, yeah, no, thanks for having me on. And, uh, you know, we're doing a, a J- Christmas in July, uh, Toys for Tots. Uh, we always play a dog fight, nine-hole dogfight on Wednesday nights at Dogwood at 6 o'clock. Uh, do a six o'clock shotgun, and I decided to uh, get the Toys for Tots and the Christmas spirit going early this year. So, uh, decided to put a two man, uh, two man stable for competition together, benefiting Toys for Tots. Uh, if you're a member at Dogwood, it's uh, thirty five dollars. That includes a box lunch. Non member is fifty dollars, includes a box lunch, and everyone brings a unwrapped gift for ten dollars uh, for Toys for Tots. And Brian. Uh, you'll be happy to know that, obviously, it's not a scramble, so it won't be the traditional pin sets. But I think I'm at something in store for everybody on number three and 16. they got okay. to have a little bit of the choice for Tots flavor.
3: I like that. There are no pins out there. Uh, JR does put the holes in lots of – when we're playing a four-man scramble or a five-man scramble, he puts them on the slopes. I mean, it, it's the fun – you miss a six-footer, you're going to have an eight-footer. I love that sort of stuff. But uh, but this format, two man best ball, can't do it that way. No, <laughs> we'll dude. never finish. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, and this well, is not. The beauty this of is, it is though, Brian and the Stableford. If, if uh, once you get the triple bogeys, to max. Oh,
3: you can. So, finish. you're right.
2: Yeah. That is true. I, I, I might think on three and number number three and sixteen, where where the the whole location is going to be. You you might see some plus ones there.
3: Yeah. So here's and I'll give you one other piece of advice because it sounds like you're on this right track already. JR. Um, nobody actually knows what the Stableford scoring well, system well, I was is. Gonna it's ask. always modified. Yeah,
5: is this the true Stableford or is it a modified Stableford?
2: Well, basically, good good question, guys. Um, yeah, Ali, no, Ali, know what what we do is uh, if you if you make an eagle, it's it's a plus eight. Birdie is plus four. Par is plus two. Bogey's plus one double is zero and once you get to the triple bogey or above it's minus one
5: well i love the format i have to say i'm disappointed i thought we might have found the first tournament ever to use just the stable for a modified stable who knows if that's modified my suggestion is let's not
3: go all the way down to triple i mean i got to work anyway uh but let's not go all the way down to triple um let's if you want you know we got to stop somewhere before triple I don't want you know to know watch what? the that's group the, in front of you know me that, to make a triple,
2: especially for this one because it is a, it's a four o'clock shotgun, uh, eighteen holes. You know what? I might, I might modify the modification of the of the yes. table. Board.
3: modify <laughs> it. Yes, that's Everybody's what I'm talking about. Everybody's it and you,
2: know <laughs> yes. what? you know what? Maybe maybe make the double the limit. And yeah, uh, it's either make double re- the rework limit. Rework the points a little
5: bit. Yeah. yeah, make double the limit or put in lights. Because a 4 o'clock start, you are not going to finish with a bogey with start. I'm fine with bogey being the limit. <laughs> what
4: are we doing well, with doubles?
5: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Baby steps, man. You can't have everything. Okay, yeah, but it's
3: modified. you
2: got yeah. to at least make it a double, Brian. Come on. Yeah, but I, I think you're right. You're on something to that one. I think, I think I'm think i going to remodify the modification. All right. He's going to modify it. Uh, all right, where can we learn about this, Jr. Uh, basically, you know, uh, call dogwood or go on dogwood, you know, golf That's easy. Or the simplest way is just to call me and I'll throw my number out there. It's six, seven, eight, five, nine, eight, four, six, five, three. I think, I think I've only got, cause I've, I've limited to 72 players. I think when I counted yesterday, I think we're at about 66 right now. Oh, that's great. That's, that's a great, great turnout.
3: Toys for Tots, Christmas in July. J.R. Ross, well done. Thank you so much for the time, man. See
2: you, my friend. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on.
3: You got it. Jay, the December one has been so good for so long. Uh, and I love Christmas in July. I, I think it's a great idea. I do, too. Any excuse to get out there and get festive. That's uh, Do some good for some kids. Yeah, he's got, I mean, the Marines come out. They collect toys. It's uh, It's very well done. So so close to a true Stableford golf tournament. You, 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 it's, not hard to find, it's not easy to find the actual Stableford system. I remember looking into it years ago and coming up empty. You know, I should have asked Phil Young. It's probably on the wall somewhere. He'll probably come back. He's heard it. He's coming he's like, you know, call. He might call. Uh, he's got, it's probably in one of these books, maybe on the flash drive. Maybe Tillinghast created the Stableford it's system? It's very possible that he worked with Mr. Stableford. And uh, and and worked on it, but but you never see Stableford. It's always modified Stableford. And at that point, that's the joke. If you're modifying it, it doesn't matter if you're modifying it the same way as the other guys have modified it.
5: No, it's just modified. Yeah, it's a very individualistic modification. Yeah. All right. Well, we've got scores uh,
3: going on. We've got a golf tournament that is wrapping up right now. The LPGA playing a major. The Evian Championship. They've added another, another sponsor to this. Amundi is actually the title sponsor. Now it's the Amundi Evian Championship. And what, I, what is Amundi? I, they're a staffing company oh, okay. that staffs all over Europe. What'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> Derek, say that again. Ali asked the question. He said, What is Amundi? And Derek, you
7: said I believe that's one of the first days of the week.
3: Yes, (laughs) that guy's worth waiting for, right there. He really is. He really is.
5: It's either the first day of the week, or the staffing company serving Western Europe. Europe. There you go. Who's leading?
3: Uh, Hang on a second. By the way, look at look at this. Uh, I've 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 tried to suggest politely to the LPGA and then I'm getting to the point of frustration here if you want to see the title of the tournament you have to scroll so far up it's, it's an entire page from the title of the tournament down to the first person on the leaderboard that's just poor web design right there conversely uh, PGA Tour 3M open right there 3M open and the leader you can see them all on one page you with me
5: on that? I'm with you. Okay. I'm with you. They're just wasting I, I do, space on the LPGA. I do like that the LPGA does list where to find the tournament prominently towards the top of the banner. But you could do it more efficiently and have both. So there's just a lot of wasted space. Yeah,
3: they put all their air times in there. And, uh, which, when you're trying to drive ratings, increase the commercial value of your sport's important. Maybe put that above this title
5: then. Like a little bit of that.
3: Because, you know, those folks that are trying to report on it don't know the name of it and then pora mundy is the one getting uh getting the shaft here monday monday <laughs> uh Ye me no is involved in a dog fight right now with minji lee and jong-un lee six leona mcguire has posted 13 under that's two back lydia ko is also 13 under but the lead is 15 under and they're just back and forth so it's just jam-packed there's like five ladies up there and the leaders are making the turn now yeah yeah, but well, should be an exciting finish. Should be. So we'll keep you posted as they play a couple more holes. We'll get you updated on what's going on on the PGA Tour, all the other rest of the news when we come back. We're maybe live. Maybe there'll be a Monday
5: finish.
2: Uh oh, sounds like somebody's got a case of the mundus. <laughs>
3: It is the only (laughs) radio show on any sports radio station in the country staffed by (laughs) 12-year-olds. It's the golf show on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM.
0: Uh $5 minimum balance required.
6: Support for Extra 1063 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.
1: Welcome back to the Golf Show, your Sunday morning tea time with Brian Katrick and Ali Dean. This is
3: Atlanta's Golf Station, The Fan. All right, we're looking to uh, to end a streak in a good way. As we are broadcasting live from Fairway Social, that has nothing to do. We're with not the ending streak. that streak. No, are we? no, we we love that streak because I expect a rematch on the foosball table. This you want a rematch on the foosball yeah, table? Gonna have to do it. Okay. Was that was our, our match last week good enough for some sort of a? Because I'm in the, I'm in the hole a couple of meals to you. No,
5: it was not. That was not. That was a warm-up, match. First time on the table. (laughs) We found out it does have a little bit of a lean. Yep. So now we've made adjustments. No. Today can be for a lunch. Have you been over here practicing? No, I have not. With the lean on the table? I have not. (laughs) If
3: I see one shot that seems a little bit too well-rehearsed, the whole thing's off. Fair enough. Okay. Fair enough. (laughs) All right. Uh, We are live at Fairway Social. Uh, We haven't had a putting match in a while either, but... Uh, get over here later today and enjoy yourself. They got the simulators. You can simulate lots of different sports. That's something that people need to know. This is not just about golf. You are you are propelling something into a screen in front of you. I see from here a football. I see a basketball. That looks like it's a volleyball, but it looks way smaller than they that. They even
5: have a rugby ball.
3: They, they have a rugby ball. They have a soccer ball. Uh, they have baseballs, obviously golf balls. So, uh, that may be what I'm looking at. Derek Thomas just said dodgeball. I may be looking at a dodgeball, the it's little a white, basketball. Uh, do, no, do the they, little white thing. Don't
7: they have the uh, the zombie dodgeball that you throw and hit the hit the zombies? I think
3: they do. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Good call, Derek. And I think that is a basketball. It's just orange and white.
7: But to your yes. point, more more okay. than golf, you don't just have to be a golf fan to enjoy yourself up there. From what I've heard, get
3: get up here, and they get great food too. They do. That's. Uh, yeah. Uh, they just set up Crow Golf outside, and Neil Freeman has... Was I saw that, some cornhole boards, too. Was that Crow
5: Golf? Crow Golf. Could you
3: please yes.
7: explain what that is?
5: I, ta- I can't. Yeah, the
7: next okay. time we have
3: <laughs> Neil
5: Freeman on, we'll have him do it because he invented the game. Yes. But, yeah, we have not played it yet, so we can't.
3: He's, and, and every time he's been here, he's come close to it, and we always get sidetracked because there's something else going on. And we have not talked about the game he invented, and so we will.
5: But there is cornhole. There is cornhole. I can explain that, Derek. If you oh. need me to. <laughs>
7: uh, no, I see me. it on TV now. So yeah, I know the rules. The ocho. Yes, it's all over TV. It was
3: on yesterday. Yeah. Because everything that
7: Comcast has,
3: everything that NBC Universal has, has got the Olympics on it, which I'm not against. Johnsonville, big sponsor of that. Yes, apparently the Johnsonville Brought people, love it. Johnsonville Brought sponsored a, a hockey team I was on at one point. Really? Yeah. Alan, the great Alan Fendelman, worked for Johnsonville Brats, and was a was a pretty good wing. He know. was on your team. Yeah, he put the bucket. That, that he explains put, the sponsorship. He put the, biscuit, he put the biscuit in the basket. <laughs> that explains the sponsorship. <laughs> yeah, well, look, he gave us a ride to the game too. <laughs> Who's leading this 3M tournament we talked about? <laughs> hey, hang on a second. They got Oh, well, they had water polo on, and now they're changed. Somebody just changed the channel. The uh, Senior British Open is going on right now also. Uh, Cameron Tringali, Georgia Tech's own Cameron Tringali is leading the 3M championship. That's this week's PGA Tour event. Uh, The Steve DiMeglio article, which is in USA Today and also over at uh, golfweek.com. Says he's trying to win to get rid of the asterisks. Here are the asterisks that uh, that Steve's talking about with Cameron Tringali. He's made 305 starts as a professional on the PGA Tour. That is the most of any player during that same span since 2009. Nobody has played more events who hasn't won since 2009. And a lot of money, too, hasn't he? He's won 13. $15.9 $15.9 million. Is that the most without a win? And that is the most in the history of the PGA Tour from someone who has not actually won a golf tournament. That is a lot of money to have won without winning. It's. I could see it being bittersweet, right? Because that's a very good career. Cameron Tringali went to the Institute, came out looking to make a living. He has made a living. Yeah, better than most industrial engineers would have. He's doing great. Yeah, he's doing good. Uh, but he hasn't won. And you know he's not out there to finish third every week. He wants to win. So at some point there's got to be frustration. Maybe it ends today? Maybe it ends today. I hope so. I uh, hope so for Darren Clark. Uh, not Darren Clark. For, uh, for Cameron Tringoli's He You just sake. looked up and saw Darren I saw Clark, Darren Clark. Into the
5: into the hazard Yes. Sorry, the
3: penalty area. Yes, they should, we should still be able to call them hazards. We, we aren't. But Stephen Dodd leads the uh, the Senior British Open, 12 under par by two over Darren Clark and Jerry Kelly. Might be more than two after that shot we just saw. Okay, I don't know where Jerry Kelly. There's Jerry. He's in the group there. Um, Miguel Angel Jimenez, who's 104.
5: Is and still has the best
3: warm-up in all of golf. Yep, he's in fourth. Uh, and we told you what's going on over at uh, at Evian. Ye Li me no still leads by one over Minji Lee, Jong-un Lee, six. Uh, who am I thinking of? Melissa Reed didn't play. Why not? Because the uh, women play in the Olympics the following week, and she wanted to go home. This tournament is in Lake Geneva on the border between Switzerland and France. She wanted to go home. And travel with the team from England to Tokyo for the Olympics. The problem is England was going to require her to quarantine for 10 days if she came from France. Which she was coming from France. She didn't have 10 days to quarantine before she could leave. So she had to skip the tournament in France. Yes, Ali Dean is rubbing his eyes. He's rubbing his forehead.
5: (sighs) Yeah anyways yeah Uh, uh, i think it brings up an interesting question though so especially for the ladies in this case and specifically melissa reed the olympics you don't know how many chances you're going to have to represent your country i think for individual athletes the meaning of the olympics as far as their career is concerned is obviously it varies among various players but What a choice you have to make. The Olympics obviously mean a lot to her, representing her country, being a part of the team going over, and you have to sacrifice playing in a major championship in order to do it. It's a tough call. That's poor scheduling is what it is. It is poor scheduling, yes. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the bottom line. It is
3: definitely a tough call. Your heart bleeds for her. Uh, It's interesting that, that the women are making a different decision than the men are. We talked about that Spanish team trying to replace John Rahm. And realized that they had skipped over four guys to get to the guy they got to. Yeah, a lot of people said no. So a lot of people saying no, and on the women's side, it seems like it's going the other way. Yeah. There's there a lot of yeses, even if they have to miss a major championship in order to do it. And I wonder what that's all about. I, and I can tell you what what I think it's all about. I think it's all about the money. The men are walking away from significant zeros to go over and play in Tokyo, whereas the women are walking away from less significant zeros. And perhaps walking into some zeros. Yes, you're going to get more glory and more more exposure and potential opportunities to improve
5: your brand and 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 make more advertising dollars if you're in the Olympics. Yeah, and there will be some that will take umbrage to that comment, but I think it's a, a fair and realistic comment to say that... I think it's why we're seeing what we're seeing. Yeah, if you win the British Open as a professional male golfer, that's going to mean more to you economically than winning an Olympic gold medal in most countries. Um, whereas if you're going to win the Evian championship or an Olympic gold medal, I think that's economically... More impactful to win a gold medal if you're a ladies golfer. Derek Thomas, want to get your thoughts on Olympic golf because
3: it's been a big topic. The Olympics golf competition for the men starts on Thursday. Wait till you see the golf course, by the way. It's ornate. It looks just like Augusta National. I think this course
5: in Japan looks just like Augusta ornate for some reason. Maybe it's the Christmas in July Toys for Tots tournament, but I was just thinking of. What's it got? Like decorations in the trees. Yeah, what yeah. are we talking
7: about? The it, <laughs> stockings. It, got, they got tinsel? guys. They got guys in the bunkers on? raking out little pictures of the bu- in the bunkers <laughs> and stuff.
3: Yes, uh, Derek. Why do you think there's a difference between the way the men are looking at the uh, Olympic golf competition and the women? I
7: think you are. probably nailed it. Uh, it's just the money involved. And like, well, what did what did winning a gold medal do for Justin Rose's career? And I don't mean that. <sighs> in the way I ask it to say that it wasn't significant. How significant was that? Did that do anything for Justin? What would Matt Kuchar say? Didn't he win the silver, I believe? He was either silver or bronze. What did that the, do
3: for their career? Stenson was the other one. Yeah, Stinson was silver. Uh, um, yeah, so here's I've asked that question. It's a good question, Derek. Because I just would sir. say it's something, but I don't know what it is. Right. Well, here's here's what I've noticed. He's been introduced as the gold medal winner a That's lot. Cool. That's cool. Uh, he's also a U.S. Open champion, so that's you know you pick that over over the U.S. Open. That's that's nice, uh, and he got to meet the Queen. I was told he got to meet the Queen. Is he, which,
7: is he close to being Sir Justin Rose at some
3: point? I don't know that now. Yeah. See if if he got knighted for it, that's something. Then that's something, and I'm not against meeting the Queen. I think that's awesome. I just felt like Justin Rose would have already gotten a chance to meet the Queen.
7: Fair enough. For
5: some, for some other reason. But, but yes, your sir. love for Europe, I would love to be in the room when you met the Queen. I, I enjoy Europe.
1: Hello, Brian. It's a pleasure to meet you, sir.
5: It is not, you
3: lying trollop. <laughs>
2: You're, <laughs> You're making that up. <laughs>
3: <laughs> You're making that up. You're not happy to see me. Do you need some land or some
4: money? <laughs>
5: Thank you for the <laughs> offer. All right. Well, let's talk about as as a lover of golf and a golf fan. Are you excited about the Olympics coming up? Yeah, sure. Yeah, that sounds very exciting. Yeah, sure.
7: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's... A- I will admit, I'm excited to see it, and it's cool because they're playing in Japan, and I am interested about in this uh, ornate course, as Brian said. But unfortunately, I mean, I see Patrick Reed and Hideki Matsuyama and uh, Louis Oosthuizen play golf against each other, like... A couple times a month and I'm still excited about it because it is the Olympics and um, you know there's a lot on the line and once you put the flags on you know that that amps it up for me personally but I've already seen these guys play I see these guys play golf all the time and so not to say I'm not interested but I'm just as interested in like archery and judo and fencing and stuff that I don't watch as much see I don't watch as much of the basketball and the baseball and stuff like and golf because I watch golf Almost every weekend, so yeah. I'm excited about it. But I've have seen the, I've seen all these guys play golf before. So you're more excited for table tennis. Is what uh, you're honestly, saying. I mean I'm, I don't want to say I'm more excited about it. I am looking forward to this tournament, but it's not the highlight of the Olympics for me.
3: We watched uh, my wife and I were watching an American lady just destroy some lady. I think she was from Kenya, and in, in table tennis. Oh, the nice she just, was from Nigeria. Nigeria. She just be. We, our lady just beat the living oh, yeah. stuffing out of her. And our, I, did you notice that, that our player, the American player, was playing left-handed? And I'm like, I bet she's not even left-handed. She's gonna switch. <laughs> like
7: balls this is a war- she's warm- she, she doesn't turn to right hand until the gold medal match.
5: Yeah, she just <laughs> smoked her. No, you play very well, but I know something you do not know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what is that? I am not left-handed. I actually, you know, it was not it, it was so one-sided that it wasn't even fun to watch because the point only lasted two shots. And even the,
7: the, the lady from Nigeria kind of had a tongue-in-cheek smile like, I ain't got a shot.
3: Yeah. She did call timeout that lasted five minutes one time. Thought that was interesting. It's a long timeout for two Derek, minutes. thanks. Thanks to everybody up here at Fairway Social. Stay tuned. We're going to find out if Texas is joining the SEC at some point in the next ten years. <gasps>
1: you <laughs> Podcastpark.com is your home for the fans' entire stable of original podcasts. If you're a true Atlanta sports fan, you need to stay connected to shows like Welcome to Atlanta, featuring Atlanta's rich history of sports legends. College football fans will love the Chuck Oliver Show podcast. Two hours of college football talk every day all year. And baseball fans get to dive into Domino's archive of baseball legends on Hardball. Subscribe to all these great shows and so many more. Anywhere you get your podcasts or stream them free 24 7 at the podcastpark.com, presented by Associated Credit Union.